I'm excited to talk about guitar solos. About guitars? I don't know if the people knew this, but guitars are pretty cool. I know, I know. They were just invented like two years ago. I don't know what people did before. Like, um, they had an instrument only had five strings though. It was way lamer. Oh. Way more lame. Was it know? called a lamer? Yeah. Okay. It was called the electric lamer. Man, and then people that played it, what were they called? Lamerists? Lame, lamists. Lamists. Oh, man. I'm still a lamist, but yeah. that's a different story. Yeah. So welcome back to the podcast, guys. <laughs> welcome back to Music Maniacs with Side After Dark. It's been a couple months we've been away, but we're back. Yeah. In this episode, we're talking about uh. the greatest uh. guitar mm-hmm. solos Boing. ever. And if you don't know who we are and you're wondering why the hell you should listen to some strangers that you've never met talk about <laughs> guitar solos. So we are a band mm-hmm. in New York City. We've been mm-hmm. playing for several years now yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. And before that, we were playing separately for a while. We were. So between us, we have a lot of years of musical experience. Uh-huh. And we like to act like we know something about music. Although, <laughs> does anybody really know anything? All the time. We are on the Mount Rushmore of music Ourselves. podcasters. Oh, <laughs> right. And music knowledge. You should check us out. Check yeah. the Webster's Dictionary, and then you will find us both there on the Mount Rushmore, under Mount Rushmore. Yeah, but not our individual names, just Side After Dark. Exactly. Um, Total lies. We're <laughs> just fans of music. Really? Just like you are. I know you thought it was the truth. But. So, guys, if you want to hear random people that you, that you don't know on the internet talk about guitar solos, this is really the podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to be talking about what we say are the greatest guitar solos, right? Yeah. But this is the thing. It's like great means a lot of different things because – I feel like when I was compiling like a list for this, uh-huh. I started realizing that it's not what objectively is great. It's just what meant the most to me. To me too. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like what guitar solo means the most for whatever reason, for memories, for personal things, just for just awesomeness factor. Yeah. I compiled a list and then I compiled like an honorable mention list. And then all of my guitar solos are not uh, technically solos. So I have like some guitar intros and some guitar outros that are like pretty dope. Like that don't qualify as right in the middle of a track. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. I guess um, we'll get into it, but we're going to be talking about guitar solos. Thanks for being here. Uh-huh. And away we go. So we're talking about guitar solos. We're talking about the greatest guitar solos. Yeah. And I guess we should start by saying, like, what makes, to us, like, what makes a guitar solo a good guitar solo? Yeah. First of all, they have to be playing a guitar. I think that's part of it. It it might not, you can't play the lame for this one. Well, I mean, let's not get carried away. (sighs) What do you mean you have to play guitar to be a guitar solo? (sighs) Well, it just can't be the five string lame. Right, right, because that no, that. Um, so it has to be six strings at least, six or twelve. But I don't think I have any twelve-string solos. No, no, no. Some of them may be double-necked. Some of them may be single-necked. Right. Yes. Could be a mandolin. Could be a slide guitar. Could be a ukulele. Ooh. <laughs> I've got some ukuleles got on my list. Oh, some ukulele solos. Yeah. Well, that's a different podcast. Top ukulele solos of all time. Well, uh, check check up back with us in a few months for that. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel like. So when you're talking about like great guitar solos, it's not necessarily just technically what is the most impressive. Yeah. Because just because you could do something really cool on a guitar doesn't necessarily mean it fits for the song. True. Doesn't necessarily mean that it fits the vibe. Mm -hmm. I think to be a great guitar solo, it's just about being perfect for the song. Yeah, I think so too. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I'm going to base my 
assumptions on not assumptions that's what i'm going to base my choices on yeah and uh some of my guitar solos they don't have like a huge amount of shredding um some of them are really really tiny or short mm -hmm. it's just a couple of chords that just really speak to the heart or to the soul you know sometimes these songs yeah, you know, when they go instrumental on you they kind of like hit you in the gut yeah and a lot of my um lists list compilers list members compiled lists yeah I, I don't know how to say the adjective for a, a compiled list but a lot of my list members are gut hitters i like that <laughs> yeah so and also uh, obviously music is subjective so we can't say for sure what all the greatest guitar solos are you will love mine you're gonna love mine. everything that we say <laughs> um but but actually, though, like, you know, this is a, like we were saying, this had a lot to do with, like, what's meaningful to us. Yeah. But obviously, that's going to be different for everybody. So I would love for you guys to comment, like, some of your favorite guitar solos, especially oh, yeah. ones that we miss, because we're going to miss great ones. Yeah. We're, especially, we're, we're doing this mostly off the cuff. I mean, we have a few notes, but there's going to be stuff that we miss. We might even have to do a part two at some point. You know, yeah, who knows? yeah. And definitely pick, like, if you're going to put on a list, like, you're most likely going to pick something from, like, the greatest guitar solos of all time, and that's cool. But see if you can pick a, a number two or, like, something that's just as great that, that is not on the biggest list. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you pick Hotel California, you know what I'm saying? And pick something else that the Eagles have. Like I I've did. I've never heard of that song. <laughs> and I definitely never saw it live at Madison Square Garden with on you September sitting next 7th. to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Eagles. Um, okay, what's your first pick? My first pick is A Million Miles Away by Rory Gallagher. I'm glad you said that. Is it on your list? So, well, okay. So I was thinking of guitarists to put on, and I wanted to put Rory Gallagher on the list. Mm -hmm. Oh, Gallagher. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do the Irish say it? People always make fun of us because we don't say it in the proper Irish accent, but uh -huh. we're not proper Irish. And so Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, but I I couldn't choose a song because it's like, what I, every Rory Gallagher song is like, the guitar is so good yeah. that I didn't, I really had no idea which one to pick, but I knew we had to be represented. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you said mm -hmm. something and went with an actual choice. Rory, my cousin. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mother's family name is Irish, so we always make a joke like that. But anyway, Rory. Okay, for A Million Miles Away, you could say there are tons of solos on A Million Miles Away. He mm -hmm. starts out with a bit of a guitar solo. It's very small. It's an intro. But my favorite one is the one that goes... Insert clip here. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Love it. Yeah, that one lasts a little bit longer. I don't know the exact timestamp in the song, but we're going to play a little bit of it for you guys. So. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as we could play without getting, like, you know, copyrighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So that may be only, like, two seconds. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so so that was a good choice. Shout mm -hmm. out to Rory. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I'm going to go with a man named Jeff Beck. Okay. And it's going to be Since We've Ended His Lovers. This is like one of his most signature songs, yeah. and there's a very good reason for it. Mm -hmm. So he didn't write the song. This, the song was written by Stevie Wonder. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him, but he's pretty wonderful. Mm -hmm. And this is like a perfect example of what makes Jeff Beck so good at guitar, mm -hmm. because it's not just playing a lot of notes fast. It's just like the volume swells and just like letting certain notes ring out and just really letting the emotion take over that he's really making the guitars sing. He's really turning the guitar into his voice which not many people on this world have ever been able to do at the same level as him. So for that reason, I'm going to say this one in particular, because you just really feel it. Like, you really feel like the guitar is singing to you, yeah. 
you could almost even think of words. Yeah, it's true. But there are no words. Right. There's no vocals. No. Jeff Literally doesn't sing. Stevie doesn't see. Lies. I think Stevie sings. <laughs> I think Jeff sings. Well, there you go. <laughs> What's next? This may actually be on a list um, somewhere, but I chose Terry Katz solo for 25 or 6 to 4. <laughs> Damn it! This you was on my list. Twin. Yeah. That that doesn't qualify as a lister. Then I'm 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 making a new rule. What? That's What's just the rule? a bonus. If, if both, we both of us, say it? yes, it's just a bonus. It's not a list. Oh well, we should still talk about it though. Yes, of course. <laughs> we can okay. both talk about it. Let's talk about. Well, okay. We'll, we'll we'll go with the song first, then we'll talk about Terry. Yeah. Okay. Well, with the song, you know, it's uh, Robert Lamb thinking of making, uh, thinking of the the dregs of writing a song at three or four in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, he can't get the song out. Oh, the band is Chicago, by the way. Did oh we yeah. Say that? No, we did not say the band is Chicago. Did I write the year that this song came out? I tried to do that for all of the songs, but I didn't do that for this one. You guys know it came out in the seventies. This track. The reason why I love the guitar solo is not just because Terry is a underrated kind of guitar player. Super underrated. Yeah, but I just like his use of the the wah it was kind of like it's very intense it's going crazy it sounds like the guitar is going wild yeah like was robert like throwing papers up against the wall while or or writing on the wall with scratches and graffiti while he was trying to write the song because that's what terry's solo i'm gonna go with yes (laughs) but yeah i mean no it's such a great solo and terry kath is super underrated and he's one of the ones that you know obviously um we do a lot of reactions on our other youtube channel which has like expose us to a lot of music mm-hmm. and i had always known of chicago but like you know the sappy like ballady chicago songs yes but we started hearing some of Ke- terry Kath's solos you take away the biggest <laughs> but like first hearing terry Kath, i'm like this dude is crazy underrated oh yeah and every time i hear him, i'm just like i i wish he lived longer yeah but that's a whole different story we don't need to get into all that sadness right now Mm-mm. um but speaking of guitarists that our reaction channel has exposed us to, yeah, I'm gonna go with a man named Frank Zappa. Uh huh. The Zappinator. The Zappa. Um, and the song I'm gonna go with is a live version of Muffin Man, Woo-hoo. which we reacted to. Because uh-huh. this is the thing, like Frank Zappa clearly is one of the greatest guitar players ever, and he's not even known like for being a guitar player really. So I just thought it was so crazy. And we had heard other things from him by the time we heard that. But by the time we heard the Muffin Man solo, and I'll put a clip here. I was like, totally sold. I was like, this is one of the greatest guitar players ever. He should be spoken about more highly regarded when it comes to playing guitars. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just like my mental flashbacks to it right now. He walked out on that stage. He looked like a guitar almost. Like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's like serious his whole head and neck was just like the head and the fret board. <laughs> it was like interesting that's true he totally embodied a, an actual guitar mm-hmm. yeah frank legendary legendary guitarist um but we're just gonna keep listing some things and hopefully putting as much of the music in as possible that it'll be fun yeah because if you don't know any of these songs you might be like what what exactly what did, what's so great we might get copyrighted for this one because i'm gonna pick prince the outro for let's go crazy we 
might get copyrighted for that but that that guitar solo is insane what makes it so great is that like let's go crazy is a pop record mm -hmm. or can even was even on r&b charts right and it has yeah it's hard to really pinpoint a genre for prince yeah yeah but he definitely lived uh, on pop and r&b mm -hmm. for sure and definitely lived on mtv he was just a contemporary artist but also rock yeah exactly yeah. You know, but that guitar outro is very rock and roll. Yes. Like, it's just like, it sounds like he's standing on a pinnacle with just one spotlight. And that, that's like the greatest guitar shot, I think. You, you just got to get that shot of yourself at some point in life. But it, it sounds, he embodies that shot. Yeah. in that outro and then he ends it with the classic do 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 he ends the it with the classic blues. rock yeah, and roll yeah, yeah. blues solo ending so i i really had to put that one out there most of my solos are going to be from the 70s but some may bleed into the uh late 60s and early 80s yeah i feel like i have a lot of 60s and 70s mostly mm -hmm. but nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. um okay so i have a lot of live ones too mm -hmm. because sometimes the live versions are like way better yes and speaking of live versions being way better um i'm gonna go with a small unknown band not a lot of people know about them you might if you're really knowledgeable um they're called led zeppelin oh no i don't know there's a guitar player mm -hmm. in their band called jimmy page do tell and they have a song called no quarter and they put out a concert special 1973 madison square garden performance <laughs> where they played this song and that solo on that live version is probably my favorite Jimmy Page solo that I've ever heard. Wonderful. I don't know exactly what it is about it. I don't know if he's just hitting crazy notes that I wouldn't think of hitting or if it's just the chords and the way that it's all coming together. But there's something about that solo that just takes me to a different place every time that I hear it. Sounds great. I, you know? that's, that's a want to re-listen for me. I'll mm. go look for that. And I don't know how to match you with something live or to with something Zeppelin. What do you think I should do? Um, can I throw a complete curveball at you? What is it? Okay, so I don't. I'm not trying to make this an ego thing, but we're in a band, and I play guitar in the band. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna say, what's your favorite guitar solo of mine? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dan's favorite guitar solo is uh, for me is Poison Heart. <laughs> Yeah, nice. that one's really soulful. And even at our show, our last show, um, I can't wait. I didn't really look at the footage for that one, but like I was like walking around you and stuff, and we got like the crowd to like really kind of like hype up. I I felt a a page plant moment kind of there in that solo. That one brought me to life at our last show, and I've always liked that solo a lot. Cool. You know what's great about talking about our own music is that we know we won't get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do a podcast where we only talk about side after dark music and play side after dark songs. <laughs> Okay, so we'll do. Let me get another one from your list. Okay, should should it should it be alive or a Zeppelin? Whatever you want. Okay, I'm gonna go with alive. I'm gonna go with Manfred Mann's "Blinded by the Light." Oh, live in Budapest. It's I need that to see one. this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I've seen that specific one. That solo is amazing. <laughs> let me see if I have the year. Do, do, do. Wait, is it 70s? I'm going to, I don't even know the song. Let me, wait. 
No. Divided by the light. 82. I'm going to guess 82. Yeah, I don't have the, the, the um, whatchamacallit, the year here. But I do have that Dave Flett is the one who played that solo. And Shout it's out. right around, you got to listen to the live one from Budapest. And it's right around 3.30. That's how long this song is. So okay. it's right around 3.30 that he starts the solo. And it's insane. It's definitely different from the studio version. Mm-hmm. Song is great as it is. I believe written by Bruce Springsteen originally. And oh, then, um, performed I like by it less him. now. <laughs> written Sorry, by guys. the boss. But then performed by Man for Man. And when you hear Man for Man perform the song, you're kind of like, Bruce did write this. <laughs> it sounds like him but that solo is epic it's very very it's not only beautiful but it's very rock and roll uh, i love a rock and roll solo that has some kind of beauty in it right you know so it's like it has a prettiness to it and i like that that's lot. cool well i'm gonna have to remember to check that out because definitely. i definitely don't know what specific one you're talking about and that's the cool thing about doing these two because i mean honestly i feel like you probably know most of my list my list is kind of basic actually now that i'm looking at it no because i have a lot of big name guitarists i mean I wanted to put something from Robin Trower on it, but I couldn't decide which one. Oh, man. Shout yeah, out to Robin Trower great. if you guys he, don't he know Robin Trower. He definitely gets an honorable mention. Any, ooh, anything Robin Trower gets an honorable mention. I guess we should do a Greatest Guitarists mm-hmm. podcast soon. Because yeah. I feel like this is really becoming Greatest Guitarists and using specific songs as a launch pad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because some of these people might come back on the list. You know, Rory will definitely come back on the list if we mention Greatest Guitarist. I'm definitely bringing Frank back. Mm-hmm. Definitely bringing, bringing Jimmy back. Thanks. Oh, well, talking about a Jimmy, mm-hmm. let me talk about a Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Obviously, he's like the guitar hero. Like, pretty much every guitar player since Jimi Hendrix is based off how close to Jimi Hendrix are you. Yeah. Um, so pretty much every guitar, every song you could pick from him. But I'm going to go with Voodoo Child. <laughs> I remember being like a young guitar player and hearing that and just like, just not even understanding how he could do it. You know what I mean? Like, cause he did, he did a thing where he was in a power trio a lot of the time, right? So he'd be the only guitarist. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time he would end up basically playing the re- the lead and rhythm parts by himself, mm-hmm. like at the same time, yeah. which is kind of wild. And the first time I really recognized that was in that song. I'm like, how does it sound so heavy, but he's also playing lead lines at the same time, and it's just him. Mm-hmm. So that really just, like, mesmerized me, and it still does. Yeah. So, like, when I think of Hendrix solo, like, again, I mean, like, All Along the Watchtower is another one that really comes up mm-hmm. a lot and is an amazing solo. But the Voodoo Child solo, it really, the entire song is just straight-up guitar. And it's, every time I hear it, I'm like, how did he... How did he do that? He ate, breathed, and slept with that guitar. For real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guitar was like part of him. Mm-hmm. And I think he even made one, his first one, right? He made one at one point, and then he used to carry it around with him all the time. Like, even at a party, he'd be sitting, like an actual party, yeah. the guitar would be with him. He'd be sitting on the floor with it. Like, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I would do some shit like that. Yeah. Nobody talk to me. I'm hanging out with my guitar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he. What's great about Jimi uh, Hendrix is that he um, didn't feel that fear of being the weirdo. Mm. You know, because a lot of us do do that, right? It's like, oh, I don't want to feel like I'm being he weird. He embraced it. Mm-hmm. He definitely did. Oh, man. I'm making a lot of noise over here. Ooh. I got to not hit the... Wait. Let's make a song. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was with it. I don't know. Should I cut that out? Okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm going to say uh, a little group by the name of ACDC, a certain guitarist known as Angus Young. 
people like to say like back in black and stuff like that but i like dirty deeds done dirty. Mm. yeah it's got a great solo there yeah. he gets all kind of like mozart on you and there's like distortion <laughs> and then he gets mozart so yeah. it's like a good blend of the old and what's coming new oh so it's like what the hell angus you know him well that you you guys know him <laughs> You guys go way back, right? I love Angus Young. Um, that just well, what you just said there about like the old and the new just might brought me to my next pick. Um, this is a band called Deep Purple. Oh. It's a song called Highway Star. <laughs> the guitar was performed by Sir Richie Blackmore. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually a sir. <laughs> it sounds good though. It does sound good, Sir Blackmore. <laughs> Um, and that, I really love his guitar style because it's very rock and roll, but it's also very like classical influence at the same time. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely parts of that guitar solo that almost sound like they could be like a Beethoven or a Bach composition just with the distortion on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love it. So I think when you were talking about like the old and the new coming together, like I think that's a great example too. Yeah, me too. I'm going to pick, oh, I'm, go I'm going into the 50s. I actually have one from the 50s. And I heard this guitar solo because I really like this singer. I love Connie Francis a lot. So um, I was listening to Lipstick on Your Collar the other day, and there was a guitar solo on that. And I was just like, who the hell is playing this solo? It's usually studio musicians and stuff, mm -hmm. and it was like that for this. But at this point in time, George Barnes was a legendary guitarist, mm. and Connie was lucky to have him on her track, Lipstick on Your Collar. But listen to that solo. He goes Les Paul on you. So it's like, oh. that's why I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, since we're in the 50s, mm -hmm. I'm going to bring up a man named Chuck Berry. Woo you may have heard of him <laughs> if you're into rock and roll music. And I'm going to say, again, this is, I feel like it's kind of corny, but I am going to say Johnny Be Good. That is, like, that song by itself set the template for rock music for, like, decades. Mm -hmm. Just that song. Mm -hmm. Like, if that was the only song that Chuck Berry ever made in his life, he would still be a legend. Yeah. Like, true. that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Isn't, but, like, is that, that's true, though, right? It's true. I'm, I'm thinking of it right now, and I'm, like, wanting to dance. Even, yeah, even just the even beginning. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, the whole thing. Yeah, and I mean, well, you're talking about Angus before. Yeah. There literally is no Angus Young without Chuck Berry. That's true. That's true. Yeah, He's taking the torch of the duck walk too. Yeah, gotta do it. Good fun. Gotta do it. All right, you said Chuck Berry. I'm gonna go with uh, the Almond Brothers Band. Shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'm definitely going with Whipping Post. Um, why not? The live version? Yes. Yep. Definitely yep, yep, the yep, live. Yep. So I, I don't know. Uh, uh, is it Dwayne Allman playing? Is it Dwayne? But they did have Dickie Betts with them. It was both of them. Okay. Yeah, both of them playing, like, switching off solos. Yeah. But yeah, that song, you know what's so crazy about that song? Because that's like a 20-minute song. Mm -hmm. And every time I listen to that song, at some point, I'm like, what? I'm like, what else could he do in this solo? <laughs> like, he's done so much. Like, where else can he go with it? But then he still finds somewhere else to go with it. Oh, yeah. Like, and the whole band is just on point, and they have the two drummers, yes. which adds a lot. Because yeah. you had, like, the jazzy drummer, and then just, like, straight up, just, like, four, like, four, four rock yeah. drummer. Mm -hmm. And not that that has anything to do with the guitar, really, but just the whole thing coming together, like, that song... I love showing people that song that are into like guitar music that's never heard that song yeah they're always mind blown yeah it's a good one i'm gonna talk about a band mm -hmm. 
named Pink Floyd. Oh. Let's do it. And their guitarist went by the name of, well, still goes by the name of David Gilmore. Unless he's <laughs> using an alias now, I don't know. I could see him doing that. Happy Gilmore. I've heard of that. <laughs> That's the same guy, right? Um... So a lot of people, when they talk about Floyd guitar solos, they say Comfortably Numb is the best one. Yes. I'm not going to say that. Okay. I'm going to say Time. And there's a lot of reasons for that. First of all, Comfortably Numb is a great guitar solo, but like as a song itself, it's part of a rock opera concept album, and it's more powerful when you hear it in sequence. Yes. But Time... You don't need to hear anything else. Mm-mm. That song is universal. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets what that song is about. Time slip it away, no matter who you are. And that song, talk about doing exactly what's needed for the song. Oh, yeah. There is not a single note that he added in there just to do it. Every single note in that guitar solo is perfect for the chord. It's perfect for what the keys are doing. It's perfect for what the bass is doing. It just fits in there like a fucking glove. Yeah, and I feel like that solo fits with everybody like a fucking glove because that solo can tell you about your life. Yeah. You know? (laughs) No, it's like, it's true though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's, for me, it's like, when you talk about, that's honestly might be my favorite guitar solo ever because there's just so much emotion in it. Yes, yep, yep. Any stage, any person can hear that and reflect on some point in their life. Absolutely. mm -hmm, Or it can be motivational for the next point in your life you can see yourself doing what you want to do and with not that letting solo. the time get away <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true and like gilmore like the thing that's so crazy about david gilmore it's like he doesn't ever play anything crazy mm-hmm. like he is a blues guitarist yeah but it's like the feel that he plays with is what sets him apart and that's the thing that you can't teach mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you can study the theory yeah of why this solo sounds good but Unless you're David Gilmore, it's never going to sound exactly like that. Right. Correct. And that just is what it is. You just have to be this pensive, brooding individual. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to be sad all the time. (laughs) Hey, you look really good there, David. You, I don't believe you. You're just trying to make me feel better. Exactly. Okay, what's next? What do you got? All right, what next do I have? I have Jimmy Page. He's back. Who? But this is not Page Jimmy. Oh, Sometimes I don't Mr. Know if Page. Oh, Mr. Sir, Page. Sir Page? Sir Page. He's Sir Page, no? I don't know if he's been sirred. I don't, th- I don't know if he likes that. <laughs> Saying sirred is a verb is really funny. <laughs> you know, like, has he been sirred yet? I don't know if he's been sirred. They barely gave him a Grammy. Yeah, but that's that's different. That's not the same people. <laughs> <laughs> not the same as being knighted. <laughs> I mean, if, if Paul and John got knighted, why not Jimmy Page? Probably the devil worship is probably... Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, well, Paul and John with the devil worship. I mean, I don't know. They just don't... Like, sometimes they just... They just they picked and it wasn't... Why does Paul still look so young? <laughs> there's only... <laughs> there's only one possible explanation. But, um... Wait, so what... Which one? Which one? It is the intro for Over the Hills and Far Away. So not a guitar oh, solo, right. but an intro. That's gorgeous. Nice acoustic guitar, nothing electric and stuff like that. But yeah. something about it resonates electricity for some reason. I don't know why, but it's totally acoustic. It doesn't sound electric at all, but it does have a, 
a voltageness to it. I've got so many new adjectives and adverbs <laughs> Voltageness. Now. It has a voltageness to it. I don't know what it is, but you know you're getting ready to go on an adventure, a sonic adventure. Ah, oh, I, I like that. Like, mm. I like that. Yeah. Well, you could almost say the same thing about the beginning of Stairway to Heaven then. Yes. But I don't want to get into that. But uh, yeah, a different way. Yeah. The over the hills and far away involves uh, wagons and barrels. Like... It's an older song. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven, it's like more, that's you more with mystical. a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, it's more of a Gandalf. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, I'm <laughs> <type> tired. Wandering, <laughs> yeah. wandering song. Um, okay, so let me talk about something else. So I'm going to talk about a band named Funkadelic, mm-hmm. slash Parliament, Parliament Funkadelic, whatever, at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a song called Maggot Brain. Mm-hmm. I think you knew I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Good one. <laughs> Um, performed by Eddie Hazel. And what a, again, you're talking about emotion in a guitar solo. And like the song itself, it's only like the, the back is like three notes. It's like really not complicated musically, but he just goes off. Yeah. And the story, you know, the story behind it is that, um, George Clinton, who was the leader of that band, said to him, I want you to play guitar like you just found out your mom died or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then he just goes off. And, like, when you hear that song, it's like it takes you through so many emotions. Like, they... What's that thing? There's, like, a psychological thing. It's like, oh, when somebody dies, there's, like, five steps. There's the grief. There's the anger. There's the acceptance. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, acceptance, yeah. I feel like that song sounds like that. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy. Like, that's not something that you can put into words. No, and then just like we were talking about David Gilmore with the feel that you put into it, I feel like Eddie puts the feel into it too. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You gotta put your foot in it. <laughs> all the way do. in it <laughs> to get all the moods, man. Uh, I mean, I had so many other ideas, but I think for for our solos, sometimes we should do different uh, genres of music. Um, uh, I had like I thought about Earth, Wind, and Fire, but I think mm. I want to save that for like maybe an R and B um, guitar solo podcast because we can bring a lot of people into that, like the yeah. Ivy Brothers. You yeah. Know? Well, honestly, it's funny because like I had a list, but I feel like I ran through it really quick, and there's there's so many great guitar solos, but it's like. I don't know how long, how much we're really going to do on this. Especially this is our first podcast back. It's just good to get back into it. Yeah. Well, and we I've can got, always do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got, I've got one more per- people, one more people, one more person on my list list. And then I've got a good amount of honorable mentions that I do want to get out. Okay. So, okay. Go for your, the last one on your list list. Because I think I only have one last one on my list list as well. Okay. All right, guys. What I've, if it's the same person? No, it definitely isn't. But you should assume now who I'm going to pick. I am picking Mick Jones playing lead guitar in Foreigner. And, okay, uh, definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. not. We, we, def- we did a, a podcast way back about songs we love from bands we don't. We didn't really love. <laughs> but I have started to love Foreigner because sometimes I listen to playlists late at night. And a lot of Foreigner songs pop up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... Foreigner is bad company electrocuted. Like, it's like insane. And Mick Joan kills it on a solo electric for a song chair company. called Electric Chair Company. Not Electric Light Orchestra. Mm-mm. What I do, I really love them too. But um, I Need Shout You. I Need You is a song by Foreigner. And I just said in the brackets here that this solo is epic. Like, <laughs> that was your note to yourself. Like, note to self. Epic. Epic with an explanation yeah. point. Like, <laughs> okay, you got to send me that one because that's the second one you said that I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, it's Foreigner. I mean, just um, 
just the vocals on Foreigner alone, but the guitars are good. I mean, it's a lot of hard rock, very heavily uh, set in the 80s. So you can yeah. imagine you're just envisioning Trans Ams, you know, Thunderbirds and stuff like that. You know, men with long hair and mustaches, mustaches and jackets and, you know, might punch you in the face. But smoking a cigarette. Yeah. With some Foreigner playing in the background. Yeah. I didn't even know this band was British. They sounded so American when I was growing up as a kid. Yeah. I didn't know they were British until mm -hmm. we, were, we were talking about it like a while ago. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have another one. I really thought for a second this is what we were going to say because I can't, we can't go through this podcast without mentioning this guy. Uh -huh. Edward Van Halen. Ooh. And again, this is why I said I feel like my list is actually a little basic. Because this is the song that everyone would choose yeah. in its eruption. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's good reason that everybody would choose it. I remember vividly the first time I heard this song. I, was pl I had been playing guitar for, like, a year, two years maybe. I was, like, 13 years old. And I heard Eruption by Van Halen, and I almost quit. Because I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, how many people is this? How many guitars are playing to make this sound? Because that's when he was... You know, the finger tapping, I wish I would pull down a guitar and, and do an example, but there's just not enough space. I don't have my amp plugged in. It's not going to happen right now. Yeah. But the whole finger tapping technique existed before Eddie Van Halen, but he was the one that made it like really famous, and especially in that song. And that, the way that he did it, it almost sounded like classical, right? Yeah. And it, I thought there was more than one guitar. And it's not. It's just him. It's just and him. I just could not believe it. I still can't believe when I listen to that. I'm like, this is just amazing. I may have an explanation for this. If you've watched Interview with the Vampire, you'll see the story of Eddie Van Halen because he's actually a 400-year-old vampire. Oh. And he's had 400 years to practice. So don't be, don't beat yourself up. Well, the thing is, if I had 400 years, I still don't think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I need at least five. 500. So, so I'll still beat myself up <laughs> over it. But I appreciate the... Um, the support. Um, yeah, I can't believe... I feel like I, I feel like I should have more. Yeah. Um, I had some honorable mentions because I was just scared that I wouldn't have enough. I'm always like that. Um, I try to overdo it. But of course, I'm going to bring out some soaring eagles for my honorable mentions. Cause, Which one? Okay, so... Caw, caw. <laughs> I have, is that an eagle noise? Uh, is it? I don't think so. I think it's more like a... Yeah, I, I can't do it with the back of my throat and the front at the same time. Yeah. I need to warm up the diaphragm. Um... Uh, have a teenage jail. This song was on the long run. This song mm. is weird on its own. Like, you don't even know why they made this. It's just so strange. Why not? It's so strange. But Don Felder does a guitar solo at the end that is fucking sharp. And it's like, it's like almost like spine tingling. Mm. It's like really, really great. So I had to shout that out. And then um, Eagles have a song from... One of their earlier albums called Is It True? And Glenn is playing slide guitar. And that's just really, ah, really nice, pretty. Nice, that's nice. just nice. I have to shout that out. Um, Iron Butterfly Filled with Fear. That's another song. What's got a solo that's great. America Sandman has a great solo, too. You know that Mr. Sandman. No. <laughs> that's what you that's what you meant, right? <laughs> the bop 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 bop. That's the greatest bop, bop, guitar bop, bop. solo I've ever heard in my life. Um we actually did this song before. It's called um Spirit by no, it's <laughs> Spirit is the band. Spirit's the band. Yeah. <laughs> and the song is 1984. The solo is very small, but it's really cool in that. 
Um, Jefferson Starship has a song called Jane, and that song has a great guitar solo in it, too. That's another real um, hard rock guitar solo that I think people would like. I actually have timestamps for some of these, but that was my only other guitar solo mention. It was Jefferson Starship, Spirit, America, Iron Butterfly, and the Eagles twice. Twice. Teenage Jail and Is It True. You got to listen to Teenage Jail. That song will definitely never, ever go on the charts. It is so strange. I just have to say that again. It okay, is strange. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, I was going through, I'm literally, this is how lame I am. I'm literally going through a Spotify playlist of great guitarists. And I'm like, who am I missing? I know I'm missing shit. <laughs> Steve Vai. Woo, oh my gosh, you missed Steve. I know. I'm like, this is, so, every time we do a podcast, as soon as we stop it, I'm like, how did we not talk about that? Right. And that's definitely going to happen this time. So tell us what we missed. I'm sure you'll tell us in the comments. <laughs> um, but Steve Vibe, for me, I'm going to say a song, For the Love of God. Uh-huh. Do you know that song? No. It's insane. <laughs> Especially the live version is crazy. The live version is really what I'm thinking of because I've watched that video so many times. It's like him with a full orchestra. Whoa. And... Probably the first four minutes of the song has zero guitar. Mm. It's just him like conducting the orchestra. And then it comes time for the guitar solo and he just shreds. Okay. He just completely shreds. He just completely loses himself in it. Like, I got to show you the video. I'll put a link to it in script. Fuck, I probably shouldn't say that because I'm going to have to put links to all of these in the description. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll find a bunch of them and send it to you. <laughs> um, but that song is crazy. Um, I don't know. I want to. Who do I want to? Sh- I want to shout out Slash as an honorable mention. Yeah, definitely. I would say the second solo in Sweet Child of Mine is probably one of my favorite. Mm. Not the first one. The second one is a little more gritty sounding. You know, the longer one yeah. towards the end, right before like the breakdown. Yeah. I like that one more. Um, I like the November Rain one. We gotta say something from Metallica, but I don't know what song. Like, I, I really don't know. No. I mean, I really like the... I, I don't even know if this is a solo. This is, like, guitar harmony. The part in Master of Puppets where it's like... Do, 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 I like that. Because that sounds very classical as well, but it's clearly not classical. Yeah. I like how the solo for Unforgiven begins. Mm. That one's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Um, and then I do want to also give it another honorable mention. This, I'm not going to say it specifically on the list because it's just so played out. Mm-hmm. But it, for a reason. And also, the, again, this is another one. There's technically two guitarists on it. So I don't really want to just say like, oh, this, because it's really two solos at the same time. But it's Freebird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we gotta, we can't, we can't say through this podcast and not say Freebird. <laughs> I wanted to mention the top, but I was like, no, it's two of them playing with each other. So, but yeah, yeah. but okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta mention Freebird. Why not? I think at some point, you know, maybe this is just the time where we cut it off. Yeah, we maybe can we'll just do a guitar going. harmonies yeah, 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 podcast. Yeah. There's just so many ways that this could go, yeah. and it's like this is our first podcast back, and I'm really, really just excited to like do this again. Mm-hmm. That like I feel like I forgot a bunch of shit that I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> But um, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening uh-huh. to this. And like I said, like in, in the comments, wherever, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're wherever, any other place you get podcasts, leave a review or a, a comment to say what your list is because we would really love to hear more examples of fantastic guitar solos. Oh, yeah. Leave a link. We'll leave a link and you'll leave a link. You guys want to share links? 
We promise we'll listen. Not. No, I'm just kidding. We will listen to it. At least one of us will listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so write that down. Um, but yeah, welcome back to the podcast. I'm just so ha- I'm happy that we're we're bringing Doing it back. It yeah. We're gonna be having a lot of great topics coming up. We got a new studio. Uh-huh. If you didn't notice, take a look. Take a look. The toys are on the opposite side. I did kind of like a promo video on my Instagram a few weeks ago saying that all the dolls will be back. They are back, but they are staring shout out at to the Funkos. us right There now. just wasn't a place to put them. Mm-hmm. But shout out to all our Funko dolls. Oh, wait. Are there any of the guitars that we mentioned? Hold on one sec. No. We didn't mention Robbie Krieger. He's going to eat you tonight while you're sleeping. He's going to pop right out of there. We mentioned Frank. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy. Jimmy's up there. Frank Zappa. Uh-huh. Um, we don't have Jimmy up there. Oh, he's not? No, nah, we have Kurt Cobain. We have oh. uh, anyway. Thanks you for being here. Left him in a box. <laughs> what? We had a Jimi Hendrix one. Oh, I thought you meant Jimmy Page. Oh no, no. My bad. Oh, we man. do have Jimi Hendrix. I would have loved the Jimmy Page yeah. fun coat. There's David. too many Jimmies, guys. David Cerami. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, easy. Relax, relax. <laughs> Shout out to David, our patron David Cerami, for giving us all he these. Gives us all of these. Yeah. It's so cool. Anyway. We're Side After Dark. This has been Music Maniacs with Side After Dark. We love every single one of you that's listening. We will be back soon. But until then, see ya.